to follow along with us, go to the breadcrumbministries.com website and click on the Rhodes Devotional tab. There you will find your daily Bible verse, a link to the Bible verses themselves, and the Rhodes format. You can follow along with us for free. You can also purchase your very own Rhodes devotional from our website to follow along from anywhere or buy one for a friend. Today is January 9th and the readings are Genesis chapter 24 verses 12, 26 through 27 and Luke chapter 9 verses 46 through 62. Abraham had grown very old. In this story, he sent his senior servant to find his son Isaac a wife, who some believe is Eliezer of Damascus. Remember the servant who Abram suggested to the Lord would be the heir of his estate? He was from Abraham's household and would have been the eldest. We aren't sure it is him because the master servant is not named, but 65 years would have passed since Abram had that conversation with God. And now Isaac, his true blood-born heir, needed a wife. Now God had asked Abraham to leave the land of his fathers and go where he told him back in Genesis 12. At this time, Abraham is living in the land of Canaan and surrounded by Canaanite women. But like God had promised, Abraham knows a wife to his son must come from his own people, his own bloodline. Abraham sends his master's servant back to his homeland to find a girl. But which girl? Girl. How could he possibly know? So he makes a pact with God while he is watching the women come to draw water. If he is successful, may it be when I say to a young woman, please let down your jar that I may have a drink. And she says, drink and I'll water your camels too. Let her be the one you have chosen for your servant Isaac. And before he was finished with his prayer, it was so. He met a beautiful girl named Rebecca, whose very words mimic those from his prayer. She was chosen of the Lord for Abraham's son, Isaac, a match made by divine appointment. We see in these two scriptures in Genesis that the man is so grateful to the Lord for answering his prayer that he bows down to worship and praise the Lord for making his journey successful. He found a wife for his master's son. Here in Luke, three stories are told of Jesus. Who do you think is the most important person that will be in heaven? The disciples were arguing over which of them was the greatest. When Jesus brought a child in front of him to provide a visual prop, if you welcome this child, you welcome me. It is the least of you who is the greatest. The men then focused on a person who was copying the disciples and questioned him about a man driving out demons. Jesus is not bothered at all. He replies, whoever is not against you is for you. In the next story, Jesus was headed to Jerusalem, knowing he would be crucified there. They sent word ahead of them to a town to prepare of their coming. But when they arrived, the Samaritans did not welcome Jesus. They were angry that he was going to Jerusalem. The Jews and Samaritans had been rival enemies since they had been divided from being one people. Israel had grown into 12 tribes, but eventually 10 of the 12 tribes of Israel broke to the north, and the other southern kingdom had become kingdom of Judah. When the north went into captivity to Assyria, they brought in other cultures. They intermarried with them and came to worship other gods in addition to the Lord. The south had also experienced defeat 122 years later and went into captivity to Babylon, modern-day Iraq. But a remnant of the Jews had been preserved that were actually allowed to rebuild Jerusalem. Northern Israel now evolved into the Samaritan people, and they opposed the rebuilding of the Jews and fought alongside the government in opposition to their southern family, leaving a long-standing bitterness. The Jews forbid the north from worshiping with them. Once the Samaritans were given permission to build their own temple on Mount Gerizim for their assistance to the armies of Alexander the Great, the great divide between them had been solidified. Jesus, who was born a Jew, arrives on the scene over a hundred years since the Samaritan's temple had been destroyed, but the effect 
offense remained great in his culture. When they were not welcomed by this Samaritan town, his disciples named James and John were angry and asked, should we call down fire? But Jesus rebuked them. They moved on to another village. This is where we read a series of men have asked to follow Jesus or he asked to join him, but Jesus' response is not meek. Instead, it's resolute. The cost to follow him is high. One man wants to follow Jesus wherever he goes, but Jesus responds that he has no home. Another man is asked to follow Jesus and he wants to, but first he wants to attend his father's funeral. Jesus replied, let the dead bury the dead, but you go proclaim the kingdom of God. Another man wanted to say goodbye to his family, but Jesus response, anyone who follows him must not look back or he is not worthy. What can we gather from these set of scriptures today? I see a theme of innocently trusting in the Lord for all things. We need to trust the Lord for a husband or a wife. If you are already married, extend that trust for the people you are to meet in your work and friendship. We need to depend on him like a child and remain humble in our relationships. These are the greatest attributes to God. If people are angry with you or do not accept you, don't let that distract you from your purpose. God will make a way for you to go where he wants you to. If you struggle in your home, or maybe you don't have a home, you can call your own. Or perhaps you are experiencing grief from a death. Or maybe it's the opposite. You love your family so much that you've built this amazing world just for them. Don't let your heart wander for making Jesus first in your your life. Let's pray. Lord, renew in me a heart of innocence. Teach me how to trust you and depend on you for everything. I pray for the people you want me to meet. Grant me discernment to see who you have set apart just for me. I will let go of anger and pride. Help me keep you first during hardships and blessed times. In Jesus' name, amen. Until next time, follow the breadcrumbs. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to our blog, and visit our website, breadcrumbministries.com. Listen to our podcast, donate to our ministry, or shop. 